This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 7th of October. Justin, listen to this. Mm -hmm. Last month, Kylie Jenner tweeted that her team had launched a new Kylie Skin website for Australia. That's good. But she used the flag emoji for South Georgia (laughs) instead of Australia. And her Aussie fans are not happy about it. Brett, Pope Francis says capitalism has failed in the pandemic. Big call. He said the pandemic's shown that the free market policies cannot solve all of humanity's most dire needs. Three spectacular stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, the federal budget was released last Mm -hmm. night and on the menu was big infrastructure spending, expanded first home buyer incentives and personal tax cuts. That is a big, big, big night last (laughs) night. So tell me more. Well, first thing first, the government is backdating what they call stage two tax cuts. Meaning some Aussies will get thousands of dollars back on their next tax return. Now, here's an example for you. Mm -hmm. The median Aussie makes around $48,000 a year, uh-huh. which means with the new tax cuts, they'll mm-hmm. pay around $1,080 less Ooh, than they do now. Not, not bad. Good size. <laughs> On top of these personal tax cuts, the government also announced there will be massive infrastructure uh. spending of around $7.5 billion to pump the economy. And for first home buyers, things will get a bit juicy with extra incentives uh-huh. to purchase newly built homes. The deposit will be as low as 5% Ooh, now. So what's the key learning here? Young Aussies have been disproportionately impacted by the downturn. And that's been due to the nature of the work they do with many in hospitality Mm -hmm. and retail. So it's no surprise that more young Aussies than ever before tuned into the budget to hear how it all (laughs) looked for them. It is expected that young Aussies will be earning, on average, about 8% less in their first year Mm -hmm. in the job market as a result of COVID. And even in five years' time, they'll be earning around 3.5% less. So the government's plan to help businesses pay wages for new apprentices and reduce the tax paid for most Aussies will hopefully reduce this stress on the Australian economy, in particular young Aussies in years to come. For our second story, jeans brand Levi's is getting into the $45 billion resale market with its own worn jeans and jacket service. Interesting move, Levi's. What's the story here? Well, firstly, everyone knows Levi's. It was founded all the way back in 1853. Levi's is planning to launch a program for shoppers to buy and sell pre-owned jeans and jackets, and they're naming it Levi's Secondhand. I like it. And they've got none other than Hayley Bieber as the face of the resale program. So how does it work, Justin? Customers who bring in their old denim to Levi stores can get a credit depending on the item's condition, ah. the original price, and the age of it. And if an item ain't in good enough nick to be resold, mm-hmm. customers will still get a credit because Levi's just wants to recycle it. So what's the key learning here? The sharing economy is very hot right now. Airbnb is part of the sharing economy where people share their houses with someone else. And more recently, we've started to see the emergence of a whole new part of the sharing economy, the resale movement. And why is that? There is a growing awareness amongst consumers of the impact that fashion is having on Mm -hmm. the environment. As we know, many old clothes end up in the landfill. In fact, as per a report from the United Nations, the fashion industry makes up around 10% of global carbon emissions. And 20% of global wastewater. So Levi's is thinking, by getting our customers to buy Levi's items secondhand, we can reduce the emissions. It's win-win. Levi's looks good and customers feel Mm -hmm. good. For our third and final story, in what could be pivot of the century, <laughs> okay. Air Asia is launching actual restaurants that serve its in 
flight food around the world. I love this story. <laughs> Tell me more. Well, back in December last year, AirAsia opened its first mm-hmm. cafe that actually served airline food in Malaysia. And now AirAsia is planning a monstrous expansion of the restaurant chain, not only in Malaysia, but worldwide. There are currently 15 stores in Malaysia, but AirAsia plans to expand this to 100 globally by the first quarter of 2022. Massive. So what's the key learning here? Necessity is the mother, father, child, and loyal puppy of all <laughs> invention. AirAsia was the first airline to offer in-flight food in physical restaurants, but now they're actually not the only ones. The concept is taking off, especially so during COVID, know. where any additional revenue stream is absolutely welcome for airlines. Recently, Singapore Airlines converted a parked A380 Super Jumbo Jet into a restaurant so that people could enjoy the in-flight dining experience on the ground. <laughs> so while airlines like AirAsia and Singapore Airlines can't really do that much flying, mm-hmm. you got to admire their willingness to try something new. Brett, we've got a big shout out to Mitchell David today who yeah. completed his Bachelor of Education Ooh. and topped his cohort. Now that shout out was sent from none other than Mitchell David <laughs> himself. Oh, that's what we love to see. Send us your shout outs, Flux fam. Instagram, TikTok, email, wherever. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.